What is going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you live. Wanted to talk to you guys briefly about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. This is season one, episode two. The title of this is Six Ways to Discover Your Purpose. And for me personally, this is a near and dear topic to my heart. I found that most people constantly are looking for their purpose in life or meaning in life or why that they're here in life. And I want to shed some light on that for you today. I guess let me tell you kind of my back, uh, a little bit of uh, a story really actually of kind of where I was at and what I discovered. So when I was about nine years old, I basically, you know, had just received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior about nine years old. And I remember what it was, I was, you know, I was kind of a little on fire firecracker for the Lord, quite honestly. And, you know, Jesus was meaning a lot to me. Okay. And I remember the, um, where my grandparents on my dad's side, you know, they had, it was kind of a small country church and, uh, they had, they decided to have three little kids. Yep. Little kids, three of us, Matt, Jason, and myself. Those were the three little boys that we were all on fire for the Lord. And they actually allowed us to kind of preach. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? They allowed us to preach to a congregation. Well, this is obviously pretty interesting to me because I had never done this before, but I had just gotten saved and I was all about it and I was excited about it. Well, I never will forget that I got, uh, I actually, you know, I kind of prepared a little bit. I didn't know exactly what to say. Um, I really didn't ask. I kind of, I can't remember if I asked my mom and dad to kind of help me um, out with the, the preparation but I remember getting up there that day, and I remember I was the second one to go. And so the first guy that got up there, his name was Jason. He was actually my cousin. And Jason, he was about three, I believe Jason was about three three years older than me. So he was, I guess that would make him 12. So Jason was 12. And man, Jason got up there, and I loved what he spoke about. I, I, I remember to this day what he spoke about. Because it actually impacted me. He talked about, you know, either you're on the you're in the elevator of life, and either you're going up or going down. And you know, the only way to go up is you got to push the button for Jesus to go up. And I thought <laughs> I remember that man. It was so cool that he spoke about that. And I remember I got up there, and you know, I kind of talked about maybe something similar. But I don't remember what I said. I just remember people came up to me afterwards and said, hey, Tyler, man, that was really good. You did a great job. And to a nine-year-old boy, that doesn't, I mean, yeah, of course they're going to say that. But you know what? I was, I was forever changed because I got a glimpse of something that I was actually good at. I remember another example of this, that... I actually got selected to this leadership thing for my um, by my football coach, and we went to downtown Atlanta for about six Sunday afternoons in a row. And I was I think I was about sixteen or seventeen years old, and it was a big deal because I was driving down there by myself. There was two people, two athletes from my high school that were selected out of basically the whole entire metropolitan area of Atlanta, and there was about fifty of us in there. And I remember the culmination; they had a banquet. 
and basically that banquet, they had selected me and another young lady to actually speak at the banquet. So this is kind of was the who's who of athletes, you know, as far as leadership was concerned, and they selected me. Now, that wasn't me tooting my own horn. They selected me. I didn't know. And I remember my mom and my dad. I remember I got up there and I started talking, and I remember I talked about, you know, having goals and, you know, so forth. And I remember my mom and dad afterwards coming up to me and my mom distinctly saying, wow, Ty, they called me Ty back in Snellville, by the way, said, wow, Ty, that was really good. I mean, the only thing I would probably improve upon what you talk is don't sound like a dictator. (laughs) Yep. That's what my mom said to me, you know, don't sound like a dictator. Well, needless to say, obviously these things were, you know, just slowly unfolding before me. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I had a Damascus Road experience like Paul the Apostle and, you know, Jesus came down and said, hey, Tyler, you're going to be speaking, leading people, you know, encouraging people and so forth. And you're going to be in business. He didn't say anything like that. It was just something that along the way I discovered. But I would love to have had somebody sit down with me one day and actually just kind of share with me maybe some different keys or different things that could maybe lead me to understanding my purpose and understanding my assignment in life. So let me give you a, uh, two resources that really kind of helped me out with this. Uh, well, actually, two, one quote and then one, uh, one resource, okay? So the quote that, uh, man, I love this quote. It's by John Maxwell. And he says, he said one time, he said, the two most important days in a person's life is the day they were born and the day they discovered why they were born. Man, that is good stuff. That's awesome. Discovering, you know, obviously that's an important day that you're born, (laughs) right? But discovering why you were born is even better. So a book that I read that really helped me out, actually it was a series of books. It was by a gentleman by the name of uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. And Dr. Murdoch basically said his books were uh, The Assignment. And there's actually four books that go in with this series, but it's called The Assignment. And those books tremendously helped me out. I'll have a link in the show notes uh, to, those, to, the, to those books that will probably be able to help you out. But let me get into the six things, okay? So six things are going to be able to help you out with discovering your purpose in life, all right? Number one, what are people telling you that you're good at? I know that might seem real elementary, but I guarantee you, people are coming up to you and saying, hey, man, or hey, uh, hey, lady, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're good at that. Wow, that was really good. I appreciate you sharing that. Or I appreciate you doing that. Okay? So trust me on this. You definitely, uh, people are actually telling you what you're good at, or they're actually being moved by what you're good at. Now, the second one is interesting. The second one, what moves you to tears? What, you know, just stirs deep down inside of your heart that you want to see, you know, something changed in the world? You know, what moves you to tears? Number three, what do you want to eradicate from this world? What just makes you angry when you see it? What just boils you to no end when you see this type of thing 
and you say, man, I, I want to change this. I, you know, it's a form of anger, but it's a good anger. It's a passionate anger that you want to actually see uh, that thing change. Number four, what comes natural to you but is toil or difficult for others? Man, this is so good right here. So it kind of goes back, it kind of relates back to number one, but this is something that, you know, for you to do this is so easy for you to do. I mean, you know, it might be you having an artistic ability of painting or crafting or working with your hands, all right? You know, in the book, Mike, uh, Mike Murdoch, you know, he talks about this. He says that, you know, everything, everything was created to solve a problem. You were created to solve a problem. Man, that is so huge. I mean, your eyeglasses solved a problem. You know, your contact lenses solved a problem. Your computer that you're listening to me or your iPhone or your Android phone, whatever it is, was created to solve a problem. You, my friend, were created to solve a problem. Number five, what do you sense God has called you to do? Now, this is more of a heart thing, and this is something that, you know, probably you and the Lord, just in your time alone with the Lord, has actually, you know, God has prodded you, or, you know, you feel a yearning or something pulling, you know, not pushing you, but pulling you towards. That is definitely the Lord, because God doesn't, you know, push at all. God is a gentleman, and, the you know, obviously the enemy uh, which is Satan, obviously pushes. But, you know, what do you sense God is calling you to? What is he pulling you towards? All right. Number six. Now, this one is interesting. All right. And I had to throw this one in here. And I, did, I really actually have been really excited about sharing number six with you. And number six, which is a good one, is your purpose in life, your assignment in life, your calling in your life, your anointing, whatever it is, was not meant for you. <laughs> is that good? Man, that's good. Your assignment, your purpose in life was not meant for you. It was either meant for someone else or for some people. All right? You are either assigned to a person or you're assigned to a people. You know, in the Bible, you can clearly see this, actually. Uh, Moses was assigned to the Israelite people. But if your name is Aaron, you were assigned to Moses. All right? If your name is Jonathan, you were assigned to David. But if you're David, you're assigned to being king of Israel. Your anointing, your purpose in life was never meant for you. It's meant for you to discover, Correct. But it was never meant for you. It was actually meant for someone else. That's why the purpose-driven life, the very first sentence in the book, which I think is an awesome statement, he says, it's not about you. <laughs> so let me recap these real quick, okay? Number one, what are people telling you you're good at? Number two, what moves you to tears? What stirs into your heart that kind of makes you well up inside and kind of tear up inside? Number three, what do you want to eradicate in your life? Number four, what comes natural to you? What is just so easy for you to do but toilsome for others? Number five, what do you sense? What do you feel 
that is pulling? What is God pulling you towards for your purpose? And number six is not about you. Know that your purpose is meant for somebody or some people. Okay? So, that's all I got for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode is going to be about how to hear from the Spirit of God for your job and your business. Man, I'm excited about doing that. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to leave them you know, on the uh, comment section and below. Uh, please rate my uh, podcast, if you don't mind, in iTunes so that I, get, uh, you know, I can kind of be moved up in the podcast listings. But outside of that, guys, I am done. Success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal. And remember, it's all about just progressing your successes. And man, make it a great day. Have a good one.